I mean, this has been exhausting. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. can't imagine what. I'm, okay, first and foremost, hello everyone who's listening. Uh, we're at San Diego Comic Con 2017. Uh, it's been a very manic. Uh, event this year. It's been something else entirely and more so for the person who we're going to speak to with now. Hello Tess, how are Hi. you? Exhausted, tired, <laughs> hot, tired of crowds, no one touching anymore, I'm over it. <laughs> you, you, have, you, have you officially Comic-Con tapped out? Yes, Comic-Con right. out. <laughs> Done. Time to go home. Because, <laughs> I mean, you had your panel. I and did. that looked like, I mean, I personally thought I had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Because it, it was. It was a lot of fun to kind of get introduced to Black yeah. Crown. Yeah. But, I mean, how, how was, how was, how's Black Crown being received here at Comic-Con? And that panel, I mean, it was uh, yeah, a lot okay. of people. Yeah, okay, it has right? been so much fun, especially because when you say the name Shelley Bond and Peter Mulligan in the same sentence, sure. people's go, people go, oh, my God, oh, my God, <laughs> really? He's back? It's like welcoming well, a rock star. You think most people sort of like go, okay, Shelley's back. That's yeah. the first response. Yeah. And then they find out about Peter. And then they find out more about Peter because then you start talking about him. And then people discover yes. what yes. Peter's actually like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, it's been flipped. I don't know if it's just the crowds I'm talking to, mm -hmm. but they're so surprised that Peter's even like agreeing to hang out with an upstart like me. But Shelly, they're like, of course she's back. Of course she is. She's a total badass. Um, so it's been interesting. It's been okay. very, very interesting, especially with the content of the book. Yeah, yeah. Because this has been the first time people have seen interior art, seen uh, pages, yes. and yes. I mean, certainly the, what, what I've seen of it, I've been blown away. Thank it you. looks. We were talking about this earlier, and how it looks so <clears throat> punk. Yes. And how it, but we're not talking New York punk. It's London punk. It's yes. that real kind of grit under the fingernails. Yes. Clinging on by just by thread to the, the insanity, and I, I just find that really visceral and exciting. Really, Shelley really is cool. the ultimate London punk groupie, yeah, and it's absolutely in every pore of her being. <clears throat> and she guided me through that because it was not something that I entirely understood. Um, it just total different generation, yeah. but she was so loving about guiding me through it and getting it right. And once I got it, I took off running. So okay, so well, let's let's go all the way back. Yeah. Um, well, not all the way back. I mean, <laughs> okay. so tell me about your childhood. No. Um, okay, let's go back to the first startings of the project. I mean, who approached who? I mean, I'm, guess, I'm guessing Shelley had your number on a Rolex somewhere. And well, she and I um, knew each other over Twitter. Um, she used to tease me over Twitter, uh, but I didn't know it was teasing, so I was like, oh no, Shelly Bond's mad at me. Um, so she actually had a project called Femme Magnifique, yes. which was a, a big anthology, um, which was amazing, but she, I was one of the first people she hit up to be a part of it. Um, so we got to know each other, got to hang out, and then we moved on to another little project of hers, and that was really fun. And then all of a sudden, an imprint was being birthed, and she said, um, would you be interested? And initially, I was very frightened, but she started sending me pitches, and at one point, I said, you know what, fortune favors the bold, let's go for it, and she was, was like... Was Peter's name even in the mix no, at that point? No. So you were first Not attached. that I knew of, because when ah. she sent me the pitches, she sent me no names attached. Right, okay. She was just like, which one do you like? And I was like, I'm afraid of all of them. <laughs> so she decided, she said, you know, I think this one is the right one for you. 
and she brought me in and she babied me. She babied me into this. She um, taught me how to work with Peter Milligan. That's the nicest way I can say it. Um, kindest way I can say it. And it was, it's, it's been a roller coaster ride, but it has been so much fun. I have learned from both of them um, in such an unbelievable, fast paced way. Yeah. So I'm having a blast. Cool. So the one thing that I struggled with with yes. the panel yes. was getting the general general sense of the books. Yes, you get the ideas from the that uh, that we got a preview magazine mm -hmm. that we were handed out, but the panel itself was more about the celebration of the people that were on the panel. Let's talk yes. about the books themselves. So okay. you're working on Kid Lobotomy. Kid Lobotomy. Which, when I first heard the title, I actually thought that was going to be a little bit like a album title. It was. It yeah. sounded like, but it's actually the character name. Yes, his name is actually Kid, Kid Lobotomy. Lobotomy. Okay. Yes. And if you're familiar at all with Peter's work, you understand that it oftentimes makes zero sense, but makes all of the sense. <laughs> um, that's the best way I can put it. So we're inside this... Uh, this haunted hotel on a street which is um, at, at the head point of the street is a pub called Blackburn. Um, the suites... Is this, it's a London, is it a London street? Um, or is it possibly. a street of many locations? Yes, okay. yes, exactly. See, you're right on board. <laughs> um, so the, uh, the Blackburn pub and the suites and all of the street is, has actually been uh, architectured by Philip J. Bond. <laughs> And he's actually uh, architectured a lot of the hardware. Like there is a um, laser ray gun that Kid Lobotomy has, which Philip actually designed. And I was so honored because- I saw that in the panel that he designed that. Yes. <laughs> was it a case of you went, oh, that's great. I'll play with that toy. Or, um, or was it a case of, oh, I don't know. Does that, how does that work with what else I've done? Oh no, those, okay. So Philip and Shelley, the way that they work is insanity. And they live in their own world. And they will sit, literally email you blueprints to guide you through their world. So this was just one of the many blueprints. And it is the funnest thing in the world because I'm learning. Each new thing I see from him that I, he did literally send me a toy to play with. And I was like, yes, I can never draw this as good as him. <laughs> but that's great, that's great. I feel like um, I'm being protected by my betters, which yeah. is really cool. Okay. So. Definitely what we established in the panel was, we've got the street, we've got the, the, the location. Yes. Tell us about the characters. So Kid is some uh, this young guy, this young punk. Yes. Kid is the son of a hotelier. He, is a, he was a reluctant rock star, wannabe harpist, um, absolutely loves the classical harp. He is obsessed with Franz Kafka, not unlike his uh, creator, Peter. <laughs> And he lives at this hotel. This is a hotel where he grew up, where his parents raised him. He grew up with an older sister, literally named Sis, but her name is Rosebud. And as with any place that has been around for many, many years, there are echoes of everything and everyone who has come before. And the way I explain it to people is there's good energy and there's bad energy. And a place can be absolutely full of both. The sweets. <laughs> oh, Comic Con. The sweets have a lot of bad energy. So you get to know a lot of that bad energy, and you don't necessarily know how much of it is kid 
how much of it is the hotel, how much of it is maybe both, or how much of it is maybe not real at all. So this could just be a very oblique fantasy, or this could really be a straightforward document of what he's going through. Yes. But we don't know. Or it could be it both. It could be a bit both. Oh, yes. Okay, I'm down yes. with that. Right, so we've also been introduced to a whole bunch of other characters as well, including two young characters who I'm going to come back to. Yes. Who else is in the character roster? Okay, so we who have... Who do else? Uh, so we have Sis. We have Sis. We have Big Daddy, who is a, a very big, very larger-than-life man who has a whole lot of money, and he is your quintessential southern Big Daddy. Okay. Yes. And uh, Southern British, <laughs> right? Possibly. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, that's why you see. I keep asking, <laughs> and I keep trying to work out where we're talking. But okay. Yes, yes. Um, it is very specifically not anywhere you can put your finger on. And we have a staff of amazing characters. We have Atla, who is my favorite. For me, she's the uh, chambermaid Boba Fett. Um, and I am madly in love with her, and I want to marry her and move to the suites with her. Hey! Hey! Just two seconds doing an interview. Okay. Yeah. No, second, no, I'm gonna be back walking this way anyway. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you have fans. I do. Every corner, <laughs> as I've discovered. There was never gonna be a quiet corner. Place. Ever, ever. Okay. okay. So we have Atla, who is absolutely beautiful and kids on again off again love interest okay um she for me is the heart of the hotel she is the bright light the the positive energy um we also have uh, uh, a a kind of rotating cast of characters but my other favorite is uh Gervais, who is the front desk clerk and he is the voice of reason he's the one who anytime someone wanders in off the street as happens in the suites he goes you don't want to be here seriously <laughs> Honey, no, just keep going. Um, but is he also someone that then turns around and goes, okay, I, I see something in you, you actually belong here? No. Ah. No, he literally always is like, okay, if you insist, I right. guess I'll take you in. Um, Do you know, I, I'm, when I heard the pitch, you know in Highlander and that hotel which the Kurgan ends up and it's kind of like... Yes! It's, yes. it's like the, the, yes. the grime of the walls, <laughs> but it's all it's, it had a very ornate history. And then yes. there's a guy in the sort of like swinging a sword around. Yes. It's, it's something's happening exactly. behind every door. Exactly. Okay. All right. Yes. And um, let's see. Okay. So we have we have Allo, <laughs> we have Gervais, we have um, there's a, a couple characters that show up in the second issue. One is Adam Me, who is a little bit like a really hot Tom Waits hobo, like in his twenties. Okay. That's the best description I yeah. can give. Um, and then we also have a... His, his speech bubbles must be interesting. Oh, very. Oh, very. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a uh, drunk, young Bukowski <laughs> married to Tom Waits. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> um, and then we have Bridget Spooner, who shows up around the same time. A beautiful young artist who actually gets right to the heart of the hotel. And um, her, I'm totally obsessed with as well. Um, I like the fact that you, every single character you're going, and I'm totally obsessed with Yes, and yes. And I'm totally obsessed with I this. love them. Yeah. I love them all. They've, they've become family. And I think that's a testament to my collaboration with Peter, honestly. I'm guessing email, phone. Yes, yes. Was there any video conferencing, or did, was it a case of, I don't know if I can look this guy in the eye? <laughs> we, she has forced <laughs> us. To have a Skype call 
and it's maddening to have both of them and me all trying to communicate because those two Nutter Butters are fascinating to watch. They have a 20 year long uh, uh, working relationship and that is just so beautifully contentious. Um, so me trying to get a word in edgewise. That's something I was going to ask. Does it, did it feel at any point that you were kind of like, you are a, a, an essential part of the project, but did you ever feel that you were kind of like, not so much, in, well, I'm trying to work out how to put this, in the, way, in the way of this long-term yes. relationship? Yes, yes. Yeah. There, there are definitely times when, how did I put it on Twitter? Because you're not a wallflower. Let's, no, let's, let's not put at it that all. Way. But I am the hostage in the situation. <laughs> and when I wrote that, Peter wrote back. He goes, you mean like the kind that gets shot in the, in the, in no, the shootout with the, the police? Pat, no, the Patty Hearst that then gets recruited later and does the shooting. Exactly. <laughs> I hope. God, I hope. It's like joining the circus. Honestly. Okay. okay. It Fair. really is. And they are both just vying for ringleader position. Which is weirdly enjoyable to me because I'm learning so much. I'm like a little sponge. How's, so. how's this project been different in terms of the working process? Because uh, oh, I can imagine yeah. Peter does things very, I imagine very scatological. It, you, yes. it comes from all different directions. Yes. But is there a determined kind of like, okay, I'm going to be ringing at 9 p.m. on a Sunday. Yes, but that's because of Shelly. Right. Shelly is the buffer and right. she will cut, you know, come to the office we're going to have a Skype call at this time, and this is what we're going to talk about. Because if we don't, nothing's going to get done. Exactly. She herds cats. Yeah. She's really great at herding cats. Okay. So, um, but without her, oh, yeah, the ship would be sinking. Seriously. Um, uh, back to, oh, back to the hotel. There are some <laughs> things. Sorry. <laughs> One second. Back to the hotel. There are... Um, a number of ghost schools and monsters that are around every corner that I get to draw more and more as time goes on, which I really, really want people to see because it's the most fun I've had working in comics to date. Right. I'm wondering about the, because there's a, what sounds to be a lot of very intimidating characters. Yes. While very charming in, with their edge, with their yes. personalities, but still very intimidating. Is it very much like a a freak show where you sympathise with those, or are you deliberately let, kept at a distance from these characters? Both. Yeah. Both, because our main protagonist actually does lobotomies on guests in his bedroom. Right. Which is called the sanity suite. Um. So. There are times when even I hate him, and then there are times when I adore him and I want to protect him. Because um, that's what I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to work out yeah. what the the connection for the reader to have the empathy for the, the, the characters, or are you just looking through the bars? <laughs> you know what I mean? That I, is I, up to the reader. That is right. up to the reader. I tend to be a bit more twisted. And I think that's why I am so protective of him. Yeah. But it's also because I know what's coming for him. So I think there are readers who will love to hate him, and there are readers who will hate to love him. Okay. What kind of um, 
length ahead are you looking at at the moment? Because I've, I've been briefly touched on arcs uh, in the panel. How far ahead are you looking so far in terms of the stories for Kid Lovers? He has got up to, I believe, arc three planned out. Whoa, okay. Yeah, this is meant to be an ongoing. So he is well ahead of me. He has up to, I believe, four <laughs> okay. or five written. That's how much he's planned. How much have you seen? How much have I seen? <laughs> oh, no, he has sent me um, outlines. I've seen oh, he's, he's keeping you very much oh, yeah. in the loop. Oh, yeah. Okay. He, he's been more than kind in this, in this working relationship, and he has kept me um, abreast of everything, as has Shelly. So I'm, I'm doing okay. It's, <laughs> it's just simply a matter of Peter Milligan is an intimidating creative to work with. Yeah. Definitely. Because there are times when, like, I, I, I read uh, issue two, I read the script for that, and I wrote Shelley and I said, if you change anything, I, you know, you're going to get a punch in the nose because this is perfect. And then when I read issue three, I actually wrote him a very uh, uh, effusive, uh, almost love letter <laughs> because. He broke my heart so badly in that issue, um, just in the sense of, this is so beautiful. Right. I did not know you had this in you, you fucking monster. Pardon my French. Um, but that's also very intimidating, very intimidating. So. I asked, because uh, the one thing I'm really fascinated about when it comes to Black Crown is that's creation of the world. Yes. And I asked about you know, who's, uh, who's working behind the bar at the, yes. the, the, Black Crown, the Black Crown Club. I didn't ask the question that I wanted to ask as well. Um, if I hit um, shuffle on the pub jukebox, yes. what songs would come up? Um, and are, there, are there any of yours in there? As far as I'm concerned, because Shelley's the one who's, who's running things, it would all be Roisin Murphy Moloko just on repeat. It would be all of her music. And I would have begged and begged, please, 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 can we put one of mine in there? And she would have been like, no, 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 just trust me. <laughs> it's Roshan Murphy all the way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I kind of, uh, I don't know the, the look that she threw me. It's when I turned around and explained that in my past I have been a, a mobile and pub DJ. And I've been, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think I'm cool enough to DJ at the Black Crown. And she goes, <laughs> oh, and she went, no, 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 you're, you're perfectly cool enough. I went, oh, can I have a, a, um, a Wonder Stuff night? And she just kind of looked at me as if to say, Yes. Okay, I may, I may have, I may have, may change my mind here. Okay, she is, she is a, she's definitely a music nerd. Oh, very much. Yes. So. Okay, right. Um, in terms of the other books for Black yes. Crown, have, have you had any influence on those, or have you literally just been left in your own little corner of the, of the block, as it were? They locked me in the hotel and didn't let yeah. me out. Okay. But I have heard things. Right. I have heard things. I have heard a vicious, wonderful rumor that Philip J. Bond will be doing some art in the Black Crown Quarterly. Nice. Which I am more than excited about. Um, I have heard bits here and there about Assassinistas by T. Howard and Gilbert Hernandez, um, which uh, looks absolutely lovely. Um, you, have, you have to see the other cover for the Black Crown Quarterly. Okay. That has all of our characters thus far sitting outside the pub on like an old couch um, and my little ghost girls are in there. Right, yes, so, so you didn't even cover those. We missed, we missed oh, those. The ghost girls. My babies. Your babies. Okay, so um, I don't know if Shelly... Sorry, I know this is, this is going <laughs> this pinballing, but trust me, from what I can gather about um, Kid Lobotomy and Black Crown, this is this is a perfect interview. But this is all <laughs> over the place. I have no problem with it. So, okay, the, the ghost Okay, girls. so these two little ghost girls, the way they came about 
was um, just based on my friendship with Shelley Bond. And as I said in the panel, these ghost girls are very much rep representational of the both of us. Um, because we are grown-up children. Shelly is 50 going on 16. I am 35 going on 5. So it's these two little ghost girls who follow Kid. And they are forever in his wake. And they're... Are they you and Shelly? Oh, very much. Yeah. Very much. They are... They are us. Do you find yourself form. drawing yourselves into? Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. She she has forbid me, but you will find both her and me in the background. I'm expecting one of the other ghost girls to have that um, crossfade. <laughs> no, but there is actually. Um, if you look for Shelley, she is an issue one. Okay. More than once. And it was hilarious when she found herself. She goes, "Hey, <laughs> I told you don't put me in the background," but I did, because I do what I want. Fair enough. Yes. Um, okay. I'm excited to see what it comes up with, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what Black Brown develops into, because it really does seem like it's a very fluid thing at the moment. Yes. It seems like yes. usually when you have new imprints <laughs> published, I mean, the guy, um, the guy from IDW mm -hmm. uh, on the panel, I forgot his name. Chris. Chris. I can imagine that most people from publishers like that, they would like the ground a little bit, little bit more solid. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But this seems very fluid, and I, it's, it's interesting to see whether yes. the, whether the, the dinghy is going to get up to it. Yes. That, what you're saying is that this is a gamble. <laughs> well, no, well, every, everything's a gamble in comments. It so is. That's fine, but this one seems very much more intentionally yes. like that it's okay exactly. we, 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 we've launched the boat we know it's got a hole in it we don't care just, yeah. oh, well, you no. just perfectly described Shelley Bond and the way she operates we are going to yes. fix this thing en route let's yes. do this yes yeah. yes exactly okay. cool. and it's 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 very much a situation of uh, she has a belief and as I said in the panel she hears a song and she does not give two chits. If anyone else hears that song, she's going to teach you how, and she's going to teach you how on the go as you are uh, pulling the sails in and rolling up the ropes. And she's trying. Miles Davis. Yes. I know, yes. For, as, for yes. as much as punk as she wants to be, she's yes. Miles Davis. Okay. Very much. If you, uh, this is going to be the cliche way to end something, but I will do it. If you could describe in three words, if you can describe in three words, Kid Love Army, which three words instantly come to your head? It's a circus. They. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll go with that. That's fine. All right. Thank you very much indeed, Tess Fowler. Thank you. Thank you.